Okay, welcome back to Goonies World. Uh, my name is Goonie, also known as Colin, and I'm joined by Ryan, also known as Meanie. What's up? And Johnny Pharaoh, also known as Sean. Hey, hey, hey. And we're back with uh, our fiasco part two. Uh, Dallas, November. 1963. 1963. And, and yeah, and, uh, over the breaks since uh, last week's episode, we have done the tilt part of the fiasco, which is a crazy set of circumstances that will inform the rest of our, our game. And uh, the results we got for the, the tilt were tragedy, further defined by someone's life being changed in a bad way forever. And, uh, Which is probably going to happen regardless. Right, I think so too. And cult, someone panics. Someone's going to panic real bad, I think. But again, that could happen to anybody in this uh, cauldron of activity that we have here in Dallas. And I don't even think we should bother recapping because you should just go back and listen to the previous episode. Otherwise, you won't know what's going on. And uh, Ryan, remind us of your character. Uh, my character's name is, is Merle Bo- the crooked cop and uh, <clears throat> take bribes and such and sometimes has been known to shoot people on, you know while unnecessarily while on duty for money uh no no it's not widely known that he does these things but he does them occasionally all right and uh and there's and uh my character is johnny diamond johnny diamond uh He's a nightclub owner, and he's a guy who got uh, jilted in love long ago. Beautiful woman was stolen by another man, and to embarrass this man, I've, been, I've hatched this mad blackmail scheme, and I've uh, gotten these two guys involved in it. But I think it looks like it might be spiraling out of my original intentions. But uh, that's me, Johnny Diamond, former crooner. I was really big before WW2, took a bullet in the esophagus. Uh, you know, my life was saved, thank God, but uh, never could croon again like the great crooners. So that's why I've gotten into the nightclub business here in Dallas. Which, as we all know, is the center of show business in the early 1960s. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And then I am Jorge Romero from Cuba. And he's in exile. And he hates Kennedy because of the Bay of Pigs incident. And he hates Castro and communism. And uh, that's basically his driving motivation. Alright, so uh, since we started with you last time, I guess it's your turn, right? Oh, uh, sure. Scene? Sure, why not? Yeah. Um, so I'm going to start at Merle's house. Mm-hmm. And um, he opens the front door of his house, and uh, there's a package on the porch, mm. which he picks up and brings inside and begins opening. And inside is a uh, Carcano rifle mm-hmm. um, with a couple magazines, a couple, a couple spare magazines, and a uh, an optic which is not installed. And uh, in sort of a montage scene, you know, he like disassembles it and cleans it and attaches the scope and uh, loads up some magazines and jams him in there and practices the action you know make sure it's all lubricated nicely and stuff and uh, then he picks up the telephone 
Okay, somebody's got to get off three shots in six seconds. <laughs> Very hard. <laughs> um, oh yeah, it's bolt action. That's right. I was thinking semi, but yeah, it's, it's, it's bolt. Yeah, and it's like the actual, you know, from what I've heard, it's very hard to fucking do that because it's, it's a piece of shit gun. Well, he must have oiled it immaculately. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, he picks up the phone and it's, you know, one of those uh, Bell-owned... You didn't even own your phone back in the day. It was the phone company on the yeah. phone and you just rented it. And he is one of those rotary green, you know, standard uh, old school style phones. And he dials slowly and, and uh, several numbers. And uh, we don't get to hear what uh, the other, the person on the other line says, but we, we only get to hear what he says. Um, yes. Yes, I've got some information um, that would, I think, be of great interest to our mutual friend. Yeah. Well, you see, I've heard the tape, and it's very convincing. And I'm willing to have it make sure that it is destroyed. $100,000. Well, I know that's a lot of money. Well, I know. Will you just give me a call back with an answer within two hours? And he hangs up. Okay. Well, I totally want him to get what he wants here. Because that would just lead to fun stuff. <laughs> but, uh... Uh, well, there is one yellow, white die. Yeah, we have one positive outcome left. Getting what he wants in this case, specifically, is getting someone to call back and say that they're going to give him the money That's to destroy the tape. Whether he gets the money or right, they have any right. intention of actually giving it to right. him. What right. he wants is a go-ahead for a plan, and I think he should get it. Okay. I think the phone rings. Well, the phone does ring then within within the specified two hours. And he is told that uh, he will get the $100,000 uh, in order to destroy the tape. And uh, he wants half of it up front, but they refuse. Okay. So, at this point in the game, do we are we keeping our yes. dice? Okay. Yeah. For Act 2, you keep the dice. All right. So now I guess it's uh, well, our, our next scene we'll move on to Jorge. 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 Okay, well, he's uh, got to get that uh, Carcano, so I guess uh, he will also be calling on the phone and asking if it's ready. All right, so <laughs> back at his house once again uh i mean uh, i don't want that the whole it's not gonna be the whole scene he's gonna go pick it up and all that and uh we'll go ahead and and, and make your call okay he's all right he's ring he's ringing a merle bug hello hello this is uh jorge oh i know who this is well yeah uh I don't have too many Mexican friends. Yeah. 
You don't have any Mexican friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Okay, so uh, I'm trying to get this uh, weapon that I ordered. Uh, it's been a long time now. I think you've got it. <laughs> oh, I have it. And I have, I've cleaned it and oiled it and lubricated it. I've loaded the magazines and I've attached the optic. And I'll tell you what, boy, the action on this thing is so smooth. It's like butter in a in a biscuit. <laughs> okay. You can shoot the thing almost fast the machine gun. Oh, that's pretty fast. <laughs> okay, and I'm pretty good shot, so, you know, I could get uh, shots off, you know, moving targets, no problem. Why don't you come pick this thing up, big boy? Yeah, I'm gonna bring us some uh, some ex Cuban ex- extras uh, in case uh, you get weird. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh well, all right. I'm not weird. I don't know what you're implying there, boy. I just, um, you know, stranger in a strange land. So, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go to his house. <laughs> and I, well, I'll, yeah, I'll come along. I don't. He was just uh, talking, but he'll come along. And. Uh, pick up well he'll knock on the door oh hey there you are hey right there on the table he says pointing at it right there now that that that, that rifle you ordered I got it all assembled so why don't you pick up and try that action see how fast it is alright let's, uh, let's try this uh, one, do you have any targets to shoot well you can't shoot it in my living room well no but like out back or something you know you have a uh, some targets set up. No, you have to go down to the basement where I got my firing range. Okay, so now you want me to go to down to your basement. I'm alone. Uh, but, uh, okay, I've got a gun. All right. Yeah, it's a pretty good point there, Jorge. You, could do, you are armed, and I am not in uniform or armed at the moment. I'm okay, not- I hope that uh, I go downstairs. Uh, nobody down there? I live alone. Okay. And I, like I told you, I got my, my shooting range set up down there. Um, I do my shooting in my basement. I got like a, a little uh, bullet trap that I carved uh, or, you know, into the foundation. So nothing's going to get out of here. I'll put up a target for you. Okay, nothing's going to get out of here. You mean... Uh no, I mean, no bullets are going to escape the basement. <laughs> okay, just trying to get, uh, you know, some clarity. Okay. So I'm going to go downstairs now. Yeah. So go downstairs. And then, you know, it's, uh, just as he has described, um, there's a, literally a firing position on the second stair from the bottom. And if you aim down, you can see the, like, the, uh, he's got literally a bullet trap like a steel bullet trap in the foundation um, about about eye level and you can he's got it like a whole target system where he like with like pulleys and he like hand you yeah. know puts the targets down <clears throat> at the end and yeah I'm gonna start shooting and shouting like yeah motherfucker you want some of this <laughs> you cockerosa fucker you well you mad at that paper Fucking Kennedy, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> what? You don't like Kennedy neither, huh? Oh, yeah. Fuck it. Almost as bad as Castro, isn't he? Wanna go fuck him? 
like a pussy. Well, I mean, don't do it until I, you know, I, I got, I got some money coming in. Um, in order to destroy that type, so you probably shouldn't, you probably shouldn't do it until I got my money. What is it that Jorge really wants from this scene? Because we know he's not going to get it, <laughs> or that it's going to have an unforeseen. Well, he did want the guns, and uh, if he's uh, it's likely, obviously, he's going to get the gun, but maybe there's. Uh, it's not exactly uh, what he thought it was. Yeah, somehow or another, uh, this gun's probably going to cause some problems. Yeah. It's going to, like, explode or Yeah, it's, it's, he gets the gun, but it's, it's defective. So I think we should give him a black dice. In fact, black dice are all we have left. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. And I keep it, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And then I guess we'll go on to uh, my scene... And uh, what, John, what Johnny Diamond wants is to know that his plan has gone through great. And which, uh, so I don't think he is going to get what he wants. But it's that night, and you're, you're scheduled to be here the next night. He asked you, uh, Jorge, you know, if your band could come play the following mm-hmm. evening. So after you guys have done these errands throughout the day. And, uh, and of course, uh, he also had, uh, Johnny had his assistant uh, phone up Merle as well, make sure he's going to be here nice. They all have a chance to talk so he could... Uh, you know, under the guise of talking to you after the show, talking business and all that, uh, further discuss their plans. So after another incredible Morocco performance, and this time it's the prime time slot, it's not the matinee anymore, and it's a full house here at Johnny Diamond's Moon Room. And underneath the great big light-up crescent moon that hangs uh, over the, the dance floor, at, right after the show, as everybody's congratulating you guys, and... Uh, People are shaking your hands, Jorge, as you walk through the crowd trying to trying to get over to the bar. The end of the bar, kind of in a VIP area where Johnny Diamond sits and uh, Merle's probably already already there. And uh, well, well, once again, I gotta tell you, irrespective of our other uh, <laughs> plans that we're discussing, fellas, I just gotta say that you, you've got a gift. You've got a gift. You got a, a fine future in show business. And if this all ends well I'm telling you if you need a manager I'll conduct your affairs for you for 20% my friend you could do you could do much worse than Johnny Diamond but now that we're all together here the three of us I want you guys to feel us give me an update on how things are going now have you got any uh, sniffs on the on the blackmail oh yeah uh, so I talked to uh, context oh yeah you got a contact oh yeah the government Oh my, oh my, boys. Yeah, but you don't want to know too no, much. No, I don't want to know too much. No, I don't. And of course, he's referring to the CIA agent that he met in the last yes. episode who was supposed to be getting back with him to see if he asked for a copy of the route that Kennedy's going to take through town. Mm-hmm. But uh, the guy said he'd get back to him. Anyway. Yeah, so, um... Oh, yeah, so, um... Are we going to hear back? He's going to uh, tell us uh, how to get... Uh, close to Kennedy so we can uh, tell him about this tape and, uh, you know, or someone who is close to Kennedy. They can relay the message to Kennedy and let him know we've got something on him and yeah, he needs and to pay up. In retrospect, I'm glad I let you fellas hear that tape because it's got some details on there that would be hard, pretty hard to make up, you know, so, so they're going to know you're serious as soon as it gets back to that yeah, because, son of a bitch. Uh, 
Lots of people know he likes to uh, fuck around. And, uh, I know, it breaks my heart, too, with that angel of a wife he's got, an absolute angel, straight from heaven, <laughs> here on Earth. So we son of a bitch stole her from me. We mentioned Princess, then he knows we're serious. That's right. Yeah. Well, good, good. I'm glad that you boys are on top of it. Uh, you got anything to add, Merle? Well, I've got... Uh, I've got... I had a little bit of a contact uh, with a friend of mine who uh, might be able to uh, come up with the, the some of that blackmail money, but uh, it's conditioned upon me destroying that tape and... Destroying that tape? Yeah. Not on your life, buddy. That's my life insurance policy. What are you talking about? Yeah, see, I know. I, I knew it was going to be a little bit of a problem. So I'm just going to pretend I destroyed it, but I'm not sure how that's going to work exactly. What you got to do is get another tape and then, like, burn it up or something and give them all the melted gooey tape. That's a good idea. I might try that. Yeah, well, I, I'm sure I got a blank tape back. Sometimes I record conversations, you know, especially when my Italian friends come in. Can always help later, you know, if I had to make a plea deal or something. But uh, I mean, I'm gonna go get you a blank tape. All right, I'll melt it, and make it nice and gooey. Okay, all right. And since we've only got black dice left, I think that I should accidentally get, <laughs> you know, there's a mix-up in the tapes, and uh, I bring you the the, the actual <laughs> tape by by accident because oh, it's not what I want. Mafia like talking mafia secrets on it. That no, I thought bad. that I would bring you the the real one to destroy. Instead of the fake, instead of a blank one, or oh, although that's also a really great idea, it almost leads to a whole new fiasco. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I get things mixed up, and I accidentally bring you that tape, and I don't get a, what, I, what I want, even though I think I'm getting what I want in terms of the blackmail plot. I'm not really. Well, you never are in this game. No, and, and I'm not going to get that. Although, I, although mercifully, Johnny still thinks. That this is a murder I mean a blackmail plot And not a murder plot But I don't get what I want But so sure. You gave him The tape The real tape The, the princess tape, tape Did, yeah. So we didn't already have it? He Well he did. I had it I had it in my possession I played oh. it for you Okay I see Yeah and so I, But I I didn't You know the plan was To give For me to go get a fake tape Or a different tape That yeah. he could melt and burn up But instead I've Given him the actual one But I didn't realize that Because I'm a jackass and things are going wrong for me. Okay. Alright. Yep. That's a black die for you. It is. Okay. And I believe that's the end of the scene then. I think that feels like the end of the scene for sure. And, uh, we, have, we have some time for some meaty scenes in our, our final three scenes here though. So I guess we our action shifts back over our good friend Ryan so we're back at uh, Merle's house um, and this would be pretty late at night now right yeah like, like after 2 a.m. or something pretty late at night and um, he's got the tape and he curious of what was on it uh, before he burns it he puts it on his reel-to-reel player and begins listening back to it and realizes, of course, immediately that he does, in fact, have the real tape. And he picks up the phone. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. 
I know it's late. Listen to this. <laughs> and he holds the phone up to the speaker, wherein we can hear uh, a very familiar New England accented voice um, begging to be called a princess, begging to be spanked. Something about putting a thumb somewhere. <laughs> We don't need to go into too many more details. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta put that thumb and run it. Jesus. Um, <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, so it's not destroyed yet. But it's gonna be as long as I get that money. That's right. Okay now. Bye bye. He hangs up the phone. Um, and what he wants is to get the money. Well, I have a suggestion for how he's not going to get it. I don't think he's going to get it. No. But he may get a visit. I think that's highly probable that he will, in fact, get a visit. Indeed, I would like to just go so far as to na- finish narrating the scene by saying that um, the Secret Service bust into his house at <laughs> six o'clock in the morning and uh hey, you. and waking him up and uh taking him in for a long day of, of of questioning at a bare minimum and of course they confiscate the tape as well so i would imagine that would uh cover the panic situation one of our tilt what was that that probably covers both, really. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I, he would certainly be panicking, and his life has changed at the moment, and probably in a bad way. And my question, though, is during this day-long interrogation, does he? What's he say? Does he talk? We'll have to find out based on how you guys uh, narrate your scenes. I, I, would, I would say. Hmm. All right. We just know he's been dragged away. Because sound the Secret Service, that was who the CIA agent was supposed to get the uh, route map or whatever from. Now, to be clear, they, they, the Secret Service didn't bust into his house because of the assassination plot. Right. They busted into his house because of the blackmail plot. Right. But now that they've got him, do they find out about it? And I agree, it's much funnier to just let that play out as it may. Based on what we think happens. All right. Well, I mean, you might be trying to get a hold of him and not able to get a hold of him on the phone and stuff. On your scene, you might be panicking. And yeah, I don't know. I would imagine there's a little bit of panic there. <laughs> um. So he's, but he's got his weapon and. Really, he wants to try to get back with the CIA agent, um, and so I'll say that they've got a, a meeting arranged, and uh, same place. In the same park bench. Yeah. Um, and see what he has to say. <laughs> so. Okay. All right. So yeah, they'll they'll meet up at the park bench. All right, listen, Jorge. 
Yes. Uh, the whole thing's off. No. No, I'm sorry. The whole no. thing's off. Things have changed. That's all I can tell you. Now is not the time. You need. To, I want to counsel. This cannot be. No. Uh, no, I want to counsel patience to you and your friends. This fucking guy. You need to. You need to lay low, Jorge. You need to trust me here. That son of that son of a bitch, Kennedy. He's got to die. He's got to pay for what he did. Oh, he'll pay for what he did. Don't worry. But I need you to stand down. Can't, we're canceling any sanction, any official sanction or in sanction that you think may have been implied. And anything you think we might have been talking about is completely... It's off the record and it's, it's, it's not happening. Things have changed. Like I said, and I buy you need to lay low. I know you can't go back to Cuba. But... Uh, Things have changed. Listen, I, I, I made an exploratory phone call, and I was immediately rebuffed. Like, the Secret Service knows something I don't. You know what I'm saying? If I go knocking on any more doors, it's going to raise too many questions right now. They're at a heightened level of security right now. All I can tell you is this. I'm pretty sure that that motorcade will be passing through Dealey Plaza at some point, okay? Okay, and so. You break my heart. You tell me this over. Listen. But at least I know I can be in Dealey Park. Well, look, you, you get, get a good look at the guy, swear your hatred, but don't do anything. Because the time will come, but now is not the time. There's too much focus, too much, too much focused on this right now. I don't know what's gone wrong, but uh, no, those, those boys are usually pretty friendly when I give them a call. And it, they, it was stonewall. It was absolute silence. Bobby himself got on the phone and told me to fuck off. His exact words. That's right, I know. I don't like him either. I'm telling you. Anyway, look. If, if you just don't do anything stupid, all right? I'm so sad. I'm so sad right now. I thought I was going to be the one to look into his eyes and tell him to go fuck himself. F- fucking cockarosa. Friend, I'm saying I just cannot help you do that. I, I know can't, it's, I can't, it's I can't. over. It's all over. It's all over. Okay. All right. Now I think that didn't go good for you <laughs> no. because you're. But I still think that it's funny if you go to try to do it anyway. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I would take your black guys as having my black that not worked out very well for you at all. Well, I'm gonna call you on the phone. Well, so I don't know how you. We have like. Does this mean we have one? scene? We have one scene left, and then of course we need to do the the whole epilogue and all that, but. I, I want to get us all three back together here for the final scene, although. If there's one scene and if we want to be together in a place, I think what better place maybe than uh, Dealey Plaza? Yeah, I, 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 I think we might as well. I think we might as well. And I think that whatever happened to Merle, it, whatever happened in that room during his interrogation, we still don't know, but we know that Merle, by the time... Uh, Johnny Diamond gets around to call on him. He's he's back home, and let's say it's a uh, early morning, the day of, you know, that Kennedy should be passing through. Friday, the twenty second of November. Yeah. Hey, uh, Merle, Merle, I'm glad I reached you. I tried to reach you all day yesterday. Where were you? Oh, I had a bit of a visit with the Secret Service. What? You? Oh, Jesus. That's why it's off. That say told me no. It's a no go. Uh, is that because of you? Wait, wait. Well, I thought we were on the phone. 
Oh, I thought we were. No, I was on the phone with him. I was going to get meeting. Oh, I thought I was so sorry. I thought <laughs> we were all meeting together. We're conference call. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just say that I was like, just get your ass down here. I'm, 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 uh, I'm out on Dealey Plaza right now. I'm probably want to watch this son of a bitch go by. I want to get a look at, a look at her. You understand? Yes. But uh, you could better get down here and meet me immediately. We got to talk this out. I already called Jorge. He's on his way too. He said he couldn't wait to get here. I'm listening in. <laughs> yeah, he's right here. He's right here with me. He's already here. All right, I'll be there as soon as I can. All right, so we'll assume a cab screeches up. Well, you have a car. Are you in uniform when you get there? Sure. Right. And I, don't, I imagine there's probably already like no, people. No, actually, no. I imagine there's probably already like crowds gathered, right, waiting because they they know. It's still like, I don't, well, what time was? He gets shot at twelve thirty. Half past noon. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so. uh I picture it being quite a bit earlier than that, though. You know, like mid-morning. Yeah, like 10. Yeah, 10-ish. And uh, there's some balloons. You know, there's families going around. People are waiting. It's kind of a festive atmosphere. People sitting on the grassy knoll. Yeah, sitting on the grassy knoll. And people hanging out by the overpass. That looks like a good spot up there. (laughs) Grassy sort of knoll area with the fence. Maybe we go walk up. Spot for what? Hey, all right, Merle. Now, what? What were you guys trying to talk about when you kept talking in my ear where I was on the phone with him? <laughs> oh, I, 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 we had our plan and now because uh, the Secret Service, they fucked everything. They fucked us. What do you mean they fucked us? The Secret Service? Yeah, we was, uh, you know how I don't like Kennedy, so. Well, know, yeah, of course, but. I was going to go kill him, you know. You, what? You're not supposed to kill him? That wasn't I part of the couldn't. plan. I just fucking hate him so much I was going to kill him. You I can't look at him without oh, wanting no. to kill him. Oh, no, no. Fella, I can't be a part of this. But now it's off. It's off. Oh, well, at least, at least officially. Maybe no, I still no. have a chance, though. No, I still no, there's have no a shot. chance. There's no chance. There's this no shot. This spot right here, the, the scratch and all this look pretty good to, spot to look, me. Why all of a sudden is... Look, uh, you said you had a contact. Why all of a sudden is your contact dried up? What happened? Uh, because of this... Because... Uh, um, this fucking cop over here, he's, uh... What, this guy? Merle? Yeah. Well, I don't, I don't know. Well, so here's what happened. Oh, boy. I oh, took, fellas, I'm I, getting in deep. I'm getting in deep. I took that tape that you gave me. That's right, I gave you that, that old useless tape. Yeah, that I well, gave you. I once wanted to hear what was on it before I destroyed it. And it was... Well, there's nothing on it, it's just a... No, it was the tape. And so I... Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean, the tape? Yeah, it was the tape with the, with the thing oh, on it. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God, what have I done? And so... Oh, jackass, jackass, you're a jackass, Johnny. Well, oh. so I called my contact and played it for him. Oh, dear God. And then, but then the Secret Service came and, and took it and, and took me and questioned, questioned me all day. Actually asking me all kinds of questions. Oh, my God. Asking you're if right. I had any ill will for the, toward the president and such. Oh, now they know. They know so much. You son of a bitch. Did you name names? No, no, I didn't. I didn't. As far as they know, it's just I acquired the type, and uh, I was the only one, you know, trying to get oh the money. God, they're gonna be able to backtrack where that was recorded. My cousin Sal, who works at the Sands, he's gonna. Oh my God, they're gonna trace it back to me. I'm a dead man. I'm a dead man. Oh, I'm in trouble. I'm okay, in big trouble. Okay, I know how. Excuse <clears throat> me. I know how we can all f- this be fixed. It. We have to act uh, very quickly, though. Uh, what are we gonna uh, do? I gotta get. You gotta off. be part of this plan. You, we've gotta uh, triangulate. We gotta get. Uh, you, you got one person uh, gotta be there. There's a hill, and this other, another. You go uh, up to that building there. Oh, Christ, it's my only way out. It's my only way out. 
Oh, God, I can't believe I'm part of this. Yeah, it's too late to back out. You're, you're too far in. Eh, it's gotta happen. Okay, and uh, you you maybe get uh, over by this uh, storm drain there. Maybe get under, get in there. It's on right, right uh, on Elm Street, right uh, by the motorcade. Where are you going to be? I'm going to be on this uh, hill, this knoll. And where you want me? In that building right there, this, uh, what that you know, old... up tall, up high. What, that old book depository? What? It's some kind of book place. All right. Get it, up uh, to should the... should be safe enough up there. It's a library. Uh, yeah, whatever he said. <laughs> That's actually a school book depository. I just I just thought it'd be funny to say library. Oh, you, you guys know what you're doing. Hey, well, well, he does uh, Yeah, we got uh Oh, how the okay. mighty... Oh, I did, everything's blowing up in my face. This He's got a gun. I got a gun. It's just what I didn't uh, want. Or at least that son of a bitch will get what he... Oh, what are you saying, Johnny? Oh, what does this happen? Hmm. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll get up there. I'll get up to that. Which floor you think uh, I ought to stop at? Up well, it's got to be... How many floors is that? I don't know. It says... At least the six. At least. Uh, you know, some... Uh, so, the sixth uh, floor should be good enough. You know, I think... Uh, yeah, good angle, probably. Uh, what do you mean angle? What am I? What am I? What am I doing? Uh, you, you're gonna. Okay, so you're gonna go up there. Um, okay, so uh, you need a weapon, though. All right. Uh, so who's? Uh, well, I, I, mean, I got I, my weapon. Uh, you got yours. Well, I got a gas. Sure. I mean, it's just a little heater, though. It's just for show, you know. Yeah. Well, that's that'll help, you know. Oh boy. So we'll be in this, uh, you know, one of us misses, the other one will get him. It's no problem. It's how we do it, you know. It's got to be you now. Down with, you down with this, Merle? Well, you're the dictator. We got to do it. Yeah, but all the money. You're a tyrant. Well, it's just not turning out the way I thought it was. All right, uh, all right I'll go. I'll go. And, and, yeah, I'll go ahead and run off towards the, towards the book. Depository. Well, I, I definitely don't think that went anywhere like how you wanted it to go. No, no. But yeah, I'll uh, head up, head up into the book depository, and I'll uh, head up to the sixth floor, push my way in, and go up to a likely uh, window. And there's uh, a guy standing in there, <laughs> and he's like, "What? Are, what are you doing up here? This? Uh, do you work here? Uh, no, Johnny Diamond, of the Moon Room. How are you? Uh, hi, uh, uh, Alec." Heidel is my name. Well, I just came up here, you know, to get a breath of fresh air and see if I get a good view of the, you know, the big... Uh, so yeah, so, uh... It's a weird case you got there, pal. It's, uh, it's, uh... Okay, so... I got something, uh... This, um... <laughs> I sounded like fucking New Yorkers. <laughs> <laughs> Although I think he lived briefly in Brooklyn. So he has a weird accent. I, I think he would probably try to fucking take this guy out and not explain anything. He's, I think you're probably right. He's got the. He's gonna try to, you know, wrestle with him or whatever. So you got a light there, pal? Yeah, sure. Hold on a second. Uh, uh, oh, you just like it? Choke him out. Choke him out. Yes. <laughs> choke him out. He. he limps down to the ground and then this new stranger I met is just alone up in the who's this guy fucking CIA he's got a little little gun on him and a shoulder holster yeah alright so he's, he's, he's out cold though set up his little nest 
and wait. And um, meanwhile, the others are yeah. waiting in their positions uh, for the big moment. So I, here's what I imagine happening, and I don't know. I mean, if 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 we if we all first of all, I suppose you should get this. Yeah. And um, we all are going guys. to end the game with two with two of each. But what I think is perhaps the funniest is that you know you get all set up and I get all set up and everything, and you know the fucking motorcade starts coming down the street. And you're like, okay, just not yet, not yet, not yet. Boom! <laughs> We're like, wait, what? Yes. What the fuck? What and the I'm fuck? like, I have to say it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say, say hello to my little friend. <laughs> Bring out the cocktail and then explodes in his face. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh shit! Oh. And yeah, I'm gonna say Merle just uh, blends into the crowd. Attempts to blend into the crowd. Oh man. Well, now we roll once yeah. more. Yeah. All right. <laughs> In his face. <laughs> That's too good. Oh man. All right. Five and eight. And so you have seven black and five white. So you have two black. Okay, two black. And I've got eight white and five black. So I've got two. Three white. Um, so none of these are particularly good, um, but uh, uh, white three, the stress and trauma from your little adventure are going to haunt you forever. Bits of your soul are destroyed, and you are missing a piece or two. Uh, in a few years, children are going to cry when you get too close. All your plans have ended in complete ruin, which is definitely true. Although I, you didn't get physically harmed too bad. And you were too black too? Yes. Brutal. <laughs> Wounds that will never heal, for starters. Mm-hmm. Stuff sawed off, blown off, or burned off yeah, on, our way to, right. <laughs> <laughs> on your way to grand ignominious failure. Kiss whatever you care about goodbye. You may die, but you may not. And Sean just ended up with zero, yeah? Yep, zero. Which one was higher? Oh, they were the same. They were the same. Uh, this probably doesn't include death, since death would be way better than whatever this is. Uh, be creative and don't settle for the first worst thing that comes to mind. There's something darker, more awful, more wretched in there somewhere. Okay. Um, and I believe <clears throat> we traditionally close by... Uh, Throw a little epilogue. Yeah. Where we each hand a little dice into the center of the table and... Say this is, and explain the last scenes of our people's story. We okay. might as well start with Ryan. Since I've been starting all game. I might as well. That's right. Might as well keep up tradition. So, <clears throat> uh, this is immediately in the aftermath um, of the event where, you know, it's, it's kind of happening in slow motion as we're watching kind of almost a Zapruder film type thing, you know, with Jackie, like, climbing up on her hands and knees and and everything. And uh, we see uh, Merle um, trying, looking like he's trying to kind of blend into the crowd and, like, <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> Jorge is like smoking, <laughs> like laying down over there, and uh, he so he he tr tries to run over to Jorge, um, but of course like you know now police are starting to swarm and it's it's just looking like it's going to be a, a messy <laughs> a messy scene. Okay. Um, who's next? You. Okay. Um, alright. So, there's chaos. And in the chaos, did you say you ran up to me? Or you, it ran are, in your direction, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I kind of had, uh, you know, he's going to try to... Okay, I, I guess I should... Put this dice down and say, um, this is, uh, Jorge, right after the assassination, he's on the ground smoking and he gets up and he's, uh, he's gonna run away, hide for right now, um, he's gonna run towards the, uh, right behind the, uh, grassy knoll, which is, there's a train track and there's some cars there. And he's gonna go and hide in one of those cars right now. And he's, but he's injured. But you know, he's gotta lay low for a little bit. All right. Well, uh, this is Johnny Diamond in a room with some uh, guys in suits and ties, uh, nodding very helpfully and obsequiously, and pointing at a photograph of Lee Harvey Oswald. Going, that's the guy. Yeah, that's the guy I saw. That's the guy that choked me out. Yeah, that's him. That's him. All right. <clears throat> this is Merle Bug <clears throat> having his gun and badge taken away from him uh, at Dallas Police Headquarters for his uh, apparent involvement with these miscreants. Okay. And this is Jorge. A little bit later, actually, when he went in those cars, he saw three tramps in there. And, uh, yeah, let's not forget about the <laughs> three tramps. The tramps. But they and they, uh, he hid in a separate. Once he saw it was occupied, he hid in a separate car. And the cops, they found the three tramps, but they didn't find Jorge. And so he's going to actually try to uh, catch a bus down to. Oak Cliff neighborhood and uh, I'll leave I guess final scene I'll end it there oh, I, or did I already put the dice you put the dice yeah, oh, you already put so the I dice have two down. more left yeah um, okay so so when he's um, he gets off in Oak Cliff and then um, he's walking down the street and then uh, this cop tries to stop him and uh, he shoots the cop. Uh oh. Uh, which is uh, JD Tippett. Ah. And then he carries on his way. He's going, he's trying to make it to his uh, little house where he had the anti Castro. Anti Castro club, right? Okay. Well, this is Johnny Diamond uh, getting back to, in the cold light of uh, morning, getting back into his uh, the moon room. And coming to find uh, uh, 
notice posted on the door from the county assessor's office. You know, the money he's been trying to get and the bills behind there, they foreclosed on the place. He's going to lose the lose the place. They're closing the place down. And uh, he's been, you know, he was just found a cooperative witness in the whole thing. He just, just said, he didn't tell him about anything. said he's going up there. So he was let go. And they let him out. But he comes back to find out he's losing the place. This is Merle um, sitting in an interrogation room and saying, and we we have a a camera shot of him, and you can tell it's him, but it's kind of blurry, and the sound is kind of muffled, and you can only hear his muffled voice saying, yeah, I'm pretty sure with this Jorge Romero guy, um, he just, he had a, he had a, uh, 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 a Carcano that I got for him. Um, and I, I, I think I'm pretty sure. I mean, he was right around that time, and he was, I'm sure it was him. <laughs> okay. And how, what was your outlook? Uh, it was like pretty, not too terrible. Not too bad, but I mean, I don't really care either. <laughs> like, I, I just want to do, I'm more interested in what's more, what's the most entertaining. The stress and trauma of blah blah are gonna haunt me forever. Bits of my soul are destroyed, etc. Okay. etc. All right. So this is Jorge. I forgot to say. I, well, I forgot that, that he doesn't have a gun. Uh, so we'll I'll just change history and say that he took the took Officer Tippett's gun and shot him with his own gun. Oh yeah. Since he didn't have that Carcano, and then he's gonna go. He's going to go back to uh, his uh, safe house, whatever, in Oak Cliff. And uh, he's going to um, hide out there. Uh, he doesn't know he's been betrayed. So, for that scene, that's the end of that scene. Well, this is... Uh This is Johnny Diamond sitting in a, you know, cheap studio apartment. Uh, like half a glass of bourbon, it's hot, little circular fan overhead, and he's uh, making a phone call trying to sell his story to the, the Dallas Morning News, um, and then to another news outlet and another. Uh, no one's interested in his crazy story about how he. He knows the real plot. He knows the story behind the, the the real story behind the Kennedy assassination. And he just seems like he's out for money, which he is. And he, uh, weeping, he he drops the phone and holds his head in his hands. And that's that. <clears throat> this is Merlebug having the ever-loving shit beat out of him. Uh, in a prison cell by an unknown person. Well, I would like to say that it was me, but I just thought of a better idea. <laughs> so I'm going to, uh, <clears throat> in the two days, I'm going to say, just uh, go into the future here, and uh, it's Sunday now, and um, Jorge's managed to get himself another 
Well, I guess he'll just keep Officer Tippett's gun, and he'll, uh, he hears about the news, you know, how they have this Oswald person in custody, and, uh, they're gonna bring him out of the, uh, Dallas, uh, police headquarters basement to, to the county jail or whatever. He's, he's gonna go, uh, he's gonna go fucking kill the guy that killed the guy that I should have killed. <laughs> 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 it's, uh, gonna go, wait, uh, it's gonna kind of sneak in the, the basement uh, through where the cars go out and he's, uh, he's gonna wait and then, um, and then that fucking Jack <laughs> comes there and kills Oswald first. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> no one sees the, like, fucking Cuban wearing this, like, floral sh- shirt and the- He's cropped out of the famous photograph. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should totally, totally like, put like a, crop him in. Crop him in. He's got yeah. maracas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> well, that's the end of that. Well, and uh, I think I forgot to put one of my dice in there earlier, but yeah, and uh, this is Johnny Diamond on his hands and knees going to uh, borrow money from one of those Italian families that he knows about and uh, the lasagna family the lasagna family and uh, but you know over time there's a quick montage sequence of bad investments and uh, bad bets at the racetrack and so on and so forth until finally there's a scene of an Italian gentleman giving a curt nod and uh, two gunmen visit uh, Johnny Diamond's home and gun him down, but it doesn't kill him. It just leaves him with brain damage and complete paralysis. And uh, he's sitting in a wheelchair, drooling, staring at uh, the wedding of Jackie <laughs> to uh, the Greek billionaire Onassis. And uh, that's where he fades to black. All right. <laughs> All right, well, that, so was, that was our fiasco. Wow, that was quite a fiasco. And I guess I have to say that uh, Jorge, when he did that, when he went to the basement of the police, Dallas police headquarters, he's got to be very uh, burnt up as well. Yes. I forgot he, how badly injured he was. Yeah, he was pretty badly injured, but, you know, his rage kept him going. I yes. Think. I did have to say that I wanted to... Remind any of our listeners to, if you want to, go ahead and uh, give us a rating or even a review if you want. Even if you don't want to, just do it anyway. Just, just humor, do humor it. <clears throat> yeah, I, I'd really be interested to hear. I mean, we've been doing this for a while, like almost a year. And, uh, well, it would be, I guess, a year this summer. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And it would be nice just to hear what, uh, what people think because God knows our friends don't listen. So. <laughs> yeah, they don't listen. They don't listen. And I don't like any of them anyway. Now they'll listen. They hear, now they'll call they, me and I'll find out they're listening. They, had, they hear us talk all the time. They're they sick of hearing yeah. us talk, believe me. And they, they play other games with us that are not recorded. Some of those are pretty awesome, too. Yeah, but so we do have a, a good amount of listeners and we're always growing. And uh, so, uh, yeah, go ahead and... Uh, if you're using, if you're on an app or on a website that that allows for rating, uh, go give us an appropriate rating if you like us. 
And if you aren't using an app or a website that has uh, one of those features, you can go to our website and then something that's kind of new on the website is this little, if you go to the little sidebar, you have to open it up on the left side of our page. And our website is, uh, what is it? <laughs> www.gooniesworldpodcast.com Yes, and that will redirect you to uh, our online home. Yes. All you need to remember is gooniesworldpodcast.com So yeah, anyways, there's a little uh, sidebar you can open up on our website and then you'll see this little custom button that I put there that says uh, rate this podcast and it'll actually take you to rate this podcast slash Goonies World and uh, and then from there you'll be shown a a list of uh, websites and apps where you can rate us and uh, it's uh, they'll be compatible with whatever device you're using and uh, you know you'll probably still have to make an account so it's probably still kind of a pain in the ass but if you want to that will help us it would help us a great deal to have reviews and ratings and such um and of course um you know <laughs> it's a, we're not making any money doing this people this is just for fun and for uh to entertain each other and uh hopefully other people as well so yes and for posterity and for posterity yes yes and to share some of our love of gaming with the world Mm-hmm. And you can also register on the website itself since you're already there. Yeah, uh, just register. Mm-hmm. It's uh, not hard. Take a take a minute and register, will you? And then you uh, you know can follow us. You can leave comments or uh, like certain episodes. Uh, do whatever you want. Well, you've already turned it off the way I do on Pledge Week and PBS. And, uh, <laughs> But uh, I, I, I do want to. I do want to thank uh, Tritachion. Just look for Tritachion SoundCloud online somewhere. If you want to just Google those terms, you'll find the guy, and he made some music that we used tonight. We thank him very much. Thank you. Thank you. Now, if you would go and rate a podcast online, <laughs> this is a terrible, Kennedy. Don't cut that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, but we do have like a secret recording we got our hands on. That's true. That's true. Is it came in an uh, un, unmarked uh, package? You so know? It says like it's like a confession of some type from the real assassin of JFK. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And uh, familiar tune, but uh, I've heard that songs get stolen from time to time. I, it could happen. I mean, uh, vampires. I mean, it's weird stuff happening all the time. All right. Well, we'll see you the next time we see you, and we'll be playing something totally different. Thank you for listening to our fiasco, and let us hear from you. Thank you. Peace.
so long to 